This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we us? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Tuesday, August the 2nd, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking headlines in the world of professional wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and so many more. We give you the breakdown of everything that's happening in your favorite promotion. Headlines is a daily podcast that is free to you at no charge. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right into headlines. Starting over with e-wrestling news. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour that Ruby Soho is interested in a match with Kylie Ray. During a recent appearance on All Elite Hub during GalaxyCon, AEW star Ruby Soho commented on wanting to face off against Kylie Ray at some point in her career. This is what Soho had to say. Everybody gets scooped up so fast, it's so hard. Like Ali Catch and Billy Starks are definitely two that are on my bucket list, but those girls have their roots in Indiana, and just like a few of us, they're scooped up as well. But the only thing I can think of right now that's off the top of my head and my bucket list right now is Kylie Ray. I've been a big fan of hers for so long, so if I can snag a match with her somewhere down the road, I would be very excited. For more information on what Ruby Soho had to say about a potential future match with Kylie Ray, continue following eWrestling News as more information will be forthcoming. Continuing on eWrestling News and Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, AEW notes on the acclaimed Brian 
Brian Danielson, Dan Housen, Britt Baker, and so many more. Now, you can listen to the latest episode of Sessions with Renee podcast from StarCast 5. Now, the episode features an episode featuring Brian Danielson. It's the Talking Smack reunion everyone has been waiting for on this episode of Sessions as Renee is joined by none other than the American Dragon Brian Danielson. The former WWE Grand Slam champion spills secrets from the desk of Talking Smack, including the must-see encounter with The Miz and Total Bella's argument that turned very, very real. Plus, you'll hear about the journey back from retirement, wrestling for nobody during the pandemic, and what officially brought him to AEW. If you'd like to find out more about all of this, continue following eWrestling News, and Ryan Clark has this article trending right now. Ryan Clark also has an article trending on Daniel Garcia. The AEW star says he's become the MVP of AEW over the past year. During a recent appearance on Battleground Podcast, AEW star Daniel Garcia commented on becoming the MVP of AEW for the last year. This is what he had to say. Definitely, when it comes to AEW, I've been the MVP over the last year, he said. Since I've gotten here, essentially, it's about my year anniversary here, and I've been the most televised main events over the past year than anyone else. Every opportunity they've given me, I've knocked it out of the park. Right when I got to AEW, everybody goes, who's this Daniel Garcia, and why is he getting so many main events? Once a main event happened, then the next one happened, then the next one, and you saw how high of a level I was performing. Everybody knew I was getting put in those situations by Tony Khan because he could see the talent in me. He was also able to see my talent very early on, and other people were just starting to catch up with what Tony was seeing. Now, Garcia defeated Brian Danielson in the main event of last week's episode of AEW Dynamite. If you'd like to see that, you can catch that on the Encore presentation on many streaming services. If you'd like to find out more about what Daniel Garcia had to say about how proud he is of his first year in AEW, Ryan Clark has that article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Speaking of the aforementioned Brian Danielson, he discusses working with Bruce Pritchard on the WWE creative team. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, during a recent appearance on Sessions with Renee podcast during StarCast 5, weekend, AEW star Brian Danielson commented on his time working on the WWE creative team and what it was like working with Bruce Pritchard. Now, this is what he said on what it was like working on the creative team, and I quote, The pandemic was happening. Nobody was in any segments. It was right before Brie was about to give birth to our son Buddy. It was about a month before that. Somebody in one of my segments got COVID. So they called me and were like, hey, you're going to be in a segment with somebody who got COVID. A bunch of people in the segment then got COVID. You might now have COVID. I tested and I didn't have COVID, but I requested that I don't think I should come to work right now. My wife is pregnant and due soon. And they were fine and great with that. Bruce Pritchard called me and said, I know you're gone, but I want you to know that you're still part of the creative team. And do you still want to come to the meetings? We started doing them through Zoom. I said, yeah, I loved it. I knew a lot of what was going on behind the scenes with the writers. I will say this, it's a thankless job. There are a lot of smart and fun writers out there. Now, when dealing with Bruce Pritchard, this is what he had to say. I love dealing with Bruce. Some people talk bad about Bruce, but I love him. I really enjoyed my time together with him. If you'd like to find out more about what Brian Danielson had to say, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that gives you all the late-breaking news in the world of professional wrestling. We're here to make sure that you get all the daily news so you don't have to go on the web or scroll through your phone. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's return to the headlines. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour that AEW is filing a trademark for a possible new television show. 
show. AEW has filed a new trademark on August the 1st. Now, All Elite Wrestling applied to trademark the term All Elite Women. Now, this would indicate that a new AEW women's show is on the way. Now, you can check out the filings over on eWrestling News, but it says entertainment services in the nature of creation, development, and production of television programming, entertainment services in the nature of professional athletes competing in wrestling. With more information on all of this, continue to follow eWrestling News, and Andrew Ravens as more information will be forthcoming on the potential new programming for AEW. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, AEW Fight Forever video game, key features seem to have gotten leaked online. Some of the key features for the upcoming AEW Fight Forever video game have been found online. AEW Fight Forever will be the promotion's first console game and is being produced by former WWE Games Ukes. Now, a listing on Amazon UK, which has now been deleted, had revealed a lot of key features about the upcoming game. Now, developed by Ukes LTD, creators of numerous multi-million unit-selling wrestling games, AEW Fight Forever combined a nostalgic arcade wrestling feel with innovative All Elite Wrestling finishers and tandem offensive moves. All Elite Wrestling is currently taking TNT and TBS by storm each and every week with Rampage and Dynamite, featuring some of the biggest legends and upcoming stars in the ring in a brand new stable for AEW. Now, with all of that being said, so many people are still wondering what maybe have been leaked and what may continue to be leaked. Right now, AEW is keeping a kite lid on all of this and has not commented on the leaks as of this time. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News as they will have more information on the gaming console as news comes forward. Joshua Jones is writing in this article about Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho believes Vince McMahon's retirement will impact the wrestling industry moving forward. During an interview with Comic Book, Chris Jericho addressed the retirement of Vince McMahon and how AEW has built new talent throughout the years. Now, this is what he had to say about Vince McMahon's retirement from the WWE. Jericho said, and I quote, it'll have a lot more impact on their company. That's one thing that has been very good. We don't worry about anybody else. We only worry about our show. How can we get better at programming? How can we be being better with storylines, create bigger stars, and expand our roster in a positive way? It was like that when they everyone looked at NXT as the next big thing. They had a lot of hot, upcoming young stars. Well, it didn't really work out and everybody worried about nothing. There's nothing we can do. We can only do our own thing. So yeah, of course it's gonna impact the business, but I'm glad I'm not there, nor have I been for the past five years. It was a great place for me to work a very long time ago. I've always enjoyed working with Vince and I've always enjoyed working with WWE, but I'm really happy being here in AEW. Now, Jericho also commented on AEW's ability to build new stars. He would go on to say in a quote, I think we've done a really good job of building a lot of new guys. When we started, I was the face of the company. Really, the only person besides Jim Ross, the garden variety wrestling fan, would even know. We reinvented Moxley. We reinvented Danielson. Punk is now back. Jungle Boy's on the rise. Darby Allen is doing a great job. MJF has become a big star. Sammy Guevara, Daniel Garcia, FTR, all of them are on the top of my head and then you have Hangman Page. We have a lot of injuries this summer, unfortunately, but we were still able to keep the lights on. What do you do when someone gets hurt? Someone else steps up and they become a bigger player. That's just how our company works. We're much more of a team atmosphere than your old school wrestling stab you in the back type of a company. We really are a team and we really are working together to raise everyone's profile. I think people can feel that and it gives fans a lot more of a connection as well. If you'd like to read more about what Chris Jericho had to say about how he feels about AEW 
and the impact that Vince McMahon's retirement has on the company, continue following eWrestling News for more information. Max Caster is making headlines at this hour. Max Caster compares being compared to John Cena and talks about what Tony Khan had to say. Ryan Clark is writing, The acclaims Max Caster recently spoke with All Hip Hop to discuss some of the comparisons he's getting to WWE superstar John Cena and the way he freestyles to the ring against his opponents. Now, additionally, AEW also commented that he likes working with Tony Khan and so much more. Now, this is what Caster had to say about being free to do his freestyle raps on his way to the ring. Yeah, I'm very, very happy about that. And sometimes it's scary because I don't really always do what I'm going to say I'm going to do, but I know what I'm going to say pretty much most of the time. But sometimes it can be in a situation where it's not really good to put certain things in news stories and sometimes things become a bit sensitive. I struggle to figure that out sometimes. Well, I need that one line or I need to be able to do this to bring it home and really get a huge pop from the crowd. And if I do that, those things are going to all flow together in a wrap that's going to make it with the last line. Now, two middle ones are good, but you still have to set it off and properly send them home with a good last liner. So there have been times when I've not been fully confident in what I'm doing, but more than not, me, Anthony, yeah, he's another one of them. He's really good. And he's done this against so many people, such as Samoa Joe. We were discussing it for such a long time. I mean, he uses this towel and he just is so smart and keen about how he's going to use it on other people. Now, on how it's like to work with Tony Khan when it revolves around the rapping. It's always what you make of it when you work somewhere. It doesn't matter anywhere. So if you have ideas and you're innovative and you want things to elevate yourself, then what's stopping your boss or your company from really continuing to push you? So the process is from the start. I was like, oh, Tony, you want me to be a rapper? All right, I'll keep rapping. If you'd like to find out more about what he had to say, not only about that, but his comparisons to John Cena, you can read more about this in an incredible article that Ryan Clark has over right now, trending on eWrestling News. Continuing with the headlines, Mark Henry gives more praise to Wardlow, and he still continues to compare him to being the next Brock Lesnar. Ryan Clark's writing at this hour, Mark Henry believes AEW star Wardlow will become the most dominant force in wrestling since Brock Lesnar. During a recent interview with Bill Apter and Sports Kita, the WWE Hall of Famer gave some high praise to the current AEW TNT champion. He had the following to say. In a quote, he said, I think Wardlow is an unbelievable competitor. He's going to be even better. The Wardlow we see right now, I mean, he's good. You know what? I think he's going to even be better. In the next couple of years, Wardlow's going to be the most dominant force in pro wrestling since Brock Lesnar, since Goldberg, since The Rock, since Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that guy is the best of all three, and he is going to go three and do. Now, Wardlow defeated Scorpio Sky on the July 6th episode of Dynamite to capture the TNT Championship, and since then, he has continued to be successful in his title defenses. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Former AEW World Champion is on Jake Hager's Mount Rushmore, but who is it and why? Joshua Jones writes, in an interview with Captain's Corner, Jake Hager spoke about who he considers to be on his official Mount Rushmore Pro Wrestling. Now, the AEW star revealed that Chris Jericho would be someone he'd make on his list, no pun intended, but he also gave praise to Matt Menard as well. Now, here are the comments he'd made on Chris Jericho. I think Chris Jericho is really on Mount Rushmore Pro Wrestling. He really is solidifying his career and being one of the greatest of all time to do it. It really just shows how he's one of the greatest. He's easy to work with the chemistry on screen, it just all trickles down. It starts with him and the way he treats the people he works with. Now on Matt Menard, 
Daddy Magic is about to become red hot. You better get ready. Daddy Magic stuff while you can before he blows up. He is the epitome of what we consider a sports entertainer. Now, he also talks about his relationship with Chris Jericho. He would go on to say in a quote, We go back a long time. We've always kind of been like traveling buddies. Good people to know and rely on when you're at work and away from work. I won my first world title from him. I remember he poked me as hard as I've ever been poked in my chest in front of certain people and said, Don't F this up. Hopefully, I didn't. If you'd like to find out more about what Jake Hager had to say about not only his Mount Rushmore, but his relationship with Chris Jericho and where he sees the world of AEW happening right now, continue following Joshua Jones and he will have this article trending. Jeff Hardy's trending in at this hour. Jeff Hardy's arraignment has officially been waived. Joshua Jones is writing at this hour. As noted, Jeff Hardy was arrested for a DUI. It was his third offense in the last 10 years. PW Insider reported that Hardy's arraignment scheduled for July the 27th now has officially been waived. According to the report, there will now be a pretrial conference on August the 17th at 8.30 a.m. Now, this comes after Hardy submitted a written plea of not guilty coming on June 28th. Hardy remains suspended without pay from AEW. Tony Khan has stated that Hardy will remain suspended until he completes treatment programs. For more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news and all forms of social media as more information about Jeff Hardy will be made Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Kid Rock. Kid Rock, who's a big fan of a legendary wrestler, Ric Flair, makes out with his lover at SummerSlam and News on the Rock and John Cena. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, Kid Rock was in the audience at Saturday night's SummerSlam pay-per-view event. You can check out some of the photos of the musician and his lover, who he met out with, at the show. Now, for what it's worth, Kid Rock is known to play pranks, and it's believed that the person he's kissing is Chelsea Lynn. She's a comedian and a YouTube personality. Now, in addition to that, The Rock made an appearance on Saturday night's New York Red Bulls game in Harrison, New Jersey, and you can check out all of the stuff that's floating around on social media right now. In addition to that, John Cena took to Instagram on Saturday, referring to Ric Flair's last match on StarCast 5 on Sunday. As usual, the part-time WWE superstar didn't have a lack of words to say. He went ahead and he put just a pair of boots in a ring that have the letters R and F. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News as more information will be forthcoming. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, the latest on Sasha Banks and Naomi allegedly returning back to WWE. Now, while Sasha Banks and Naomi did not appear on Monday Night Raw's episode, the duo are expected to return in the near future. It was reported on Monday that Banks and Naomi had reached an agreement to return to WWE and it will be happening very, very shortly. Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer has said that he's heard from one source that the rumors are all true. He also said, and I quote, I'm not 100% confirming this, but since everybody is asking me about it, I do have one source who is saying yes, Sasha and Naomi have made a deal to come back. So we'll know more, I'm sure within some some time, but I just want to say I think it's true. I'm pretty sure... But once again, I can't say for 100%. For more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News as more information will be coming forth. 
Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour, Becky Lynch is expected to be out of action for several months. As reported on Monday on eWrestling News, Becky Lynch suffered a separated shoulder at SummerSlam on Saturday night. Now, the injury occurred early on in the match against Bianca Belair at the pay-per-view. Now, despite the injury... Becky was able to continue to work through the pain, and she finished the match. On this week's episode of Raw, Lynch was written out of all storylines after being attacked by Bailey, Hiro Shirai, and Dakota Kai in a backstage segment. Now, following the angle on Raw, WWE issued the following tweet indicating that Becky Lynch will be out for at least several months. For more information on everything that's happening with Big Time Bex, continue following eWrestling News as more information will be coming forward. Let's jump over to our friends over on Wrestling Inc. Eric Mutter's writing in at this hour. Tony Khan addresses the changing competition and landscape as it relates to WWE. Now, there are many questions being left to being answered as far as Vince McMahon's retirement from WWE and the new regime headed by Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, and Triple H. Now, among those chief questions are, how will this affect AEW handling wrestling now that WWE may be more enticing destination for wrestlers than previously under the McMahon regime? AEW owner and CEO and general manager Tony Khan addressed the changing landscape in an interview with sports grind and overall appeared upbeat about the new WWE regime and what it could mean for wrestling. Khan would go on to say, and I quote, It's going to change the competition, but I think it's a good thing, Khan said. AEW's got a big fan base. We're on in 130 countries around the world, and here in the United States, we've built a great fan base. And the competition, it's going to change. It's a different person in a different chair, opposite of me. But I don't think that's going to be a bad thing for wrestling. Nope, not necessarily. Now, Khan also admitted that there is a possibility AEW could lose out on talent that seemed to be a sure thing not too long ago. Now, keeping things positive, he stressed that wrestling free agency is a plus and not a negative. Khan would also go on to say, and I quote, I think that's always been a concern, but now probably more so than ever. I imagine great wrestlers are going to be in demand. And again, I think it's probably going to be good for wrestling fans because it's one of the most exciting times in pro wrestling. It's free agency. It's one of those things that really is missing from the sports landscape in the last two decades before AEW officially came along. Because there was not a legitimate competitor in the free agent market. Now there is. And I think it's going to be some exciting times ahead, hopefully for many years to come. One of the worst things that happened, I think, is American sports in my lifetime was when W. CW closed down and there should have always been another national wrestling company. For more information on all things that Tony Khan had to say, continue following E-Wrestling News and Wrestling Inc. as more information will be coming forward. Dakota Cohen is also writing in at this hour for Wrestling Inc. Booker T is chiming in on what he thinks will happen under the Triple H and Stephanie McMahon regime. Now, Booker T is known for being outspoken in his feelings regarding WWE and the competitors AEW. With Vince McMahon retiring or resigning, however you want to look at it, from WWE, his daughter Stephanie McMahon and son-in-law Triple H, along with Nick Khan, have been promoted. Stephanie and Nick are now co-CEOs of WWE, and Triple H has taken control of the creative department completely. Now, less than two weeks after Vince has stepped away, Triple H has already brought back a released talent, Dakota Kai, and he believes there's more talent that's on the way. He also believes that people like Tomasa Ciampa will also get placed in a better situation. This is what Booker T had to say. 
Just think about how many people were excited when Triple H was running NXT, two full-time WWE Hall of Famers. Well, just think about how the shows are going to be produced now. Hunter's at the helm of NXT, and he's also going to be the helm of what's happening on the main shows. I think Hunter's going to be able to see things at a completely different perspective, while having a close relationship with the younger guys that Vince just didn't have. You know, it's about the younger guys. I don't think Stephanie is going to be the new Vince. I think she's going to be the new Steph. She's going to be somebody who just does things her way. Stephanie has always been someone that, you know what, she's a stickler about things, yes, but Stephanie is going to do what's right for the team in trying to put out the best product possible. For more information on what Booker T had to say, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information will come forward with all of the news on the new regime in WWE. Let's go ahead and check out some news from Ric Flair's last match. Danny Wolfsonholm is writing in at this hour. Per Wrestling Observer Radio, the Vinerics, Marshall and Ross Vinerick, who lost to the Briscoes Jay and Mark in a tag team match via pinfall, had their flight delayed heading to the event from Hawaii. Dave Meltzer noted that the bout was scheduled to be earlier in the show, but because of the delay, the card was altered so their match could take place a little bit later. Meltzer also revealed that the MLW wrestlers, uh, Alex Hammerstone, was booked to be on the show, but his flight was completely canceled, meaning he missed the segment that he was booked for with Frank the Clown, and the seg segment ended up being with Jacob Fatu. Now, as far as injuries are concerned from the Ric Flair's last event, Meltzer said that Flair, who competed in a 27-minute match and with Andrade Italo and Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, was okay. The 73-year-old who pinned Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett to get the win evidently struggled and was busted open during the match. Meltzer did note that Flair didn't look okay, but under understands that he is healthy despite being blown up during the bout. On the contrary, Rachel Ellerling, who unsuccessfully challenged for the Impact Knockouts Championship at the event involving champion Jordan Grace and Donna Piraza, suffered a badly sprained ankle. All these news and notes are coming directly from those closely involved. Now, let's circle back to Ric Flair's last big match inside the ring. Meltzer disclosed, based upon the feedback he's received, the fans who witnessed the main event live in attendance at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium thought it was a fantastic match. However, those who watched it at home thought it was absolutely horrible, ultimately dividing everyone's opinion. Meltzer himself describes Flair's latest swan song as one of the saddest things he'd seen in wrestling in a very long time. For more information on all of this, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information about the fallout from Ric Flair's last match continues to make headlines inside the world of professional wrestling. Eric Mutter is also writing in this hour, Rene Dupree hints that more allegations will be coming out about John Laurinaitis. Now, at this hour, lost in the stories about all the allegations, investigations, and the retirement of Vince McMahon, there are similar allegations about the conduct of former WWE head of talent relations John Laurinaitis. Two men who haven't forgotten about Laurinaitis and his behaviors, however, are former WWE stars Paul London and Rene Dupree. Now, on an episode of Café de Rene, they went ahead and talked about McMahon's retirement announcement. Now, Dupree and London discussed Laurinaitis and some of the allegations against him, with London also going in-depth with his own history working with Johnny Ace. He would go on to say this, and I quote, I met him in WCW, London said. He and I were fairly cordial with one another. He was the head of talent relations, very same position he was in WWE. And Doria Funk Jr. had arranged for myself and a few other of the standouts at the Funkin' Conservatory to do some backstage stuff at the time. When you were new, you were kind of wide-eyed and you're in the back and you're in the locker room for the very first time. You really don't allow yourself to be 
too opinionated because you're too paranoid about pissing anybody off. But he didn't really seem to change much when I started working with him in WWE. He always kind of struck me as that dad who was always an athlete in his time, but now he's a kid coach. But he would talk a lot of shit and he acts like he's been there and done that type of guy. Now, to his credit, he's done a lot of things in wrestling. Now, in his Twin Peaks, the dynamic dude with attitudes, and some other things with Shane Douglas, who was honestly a better worker. I never delved into stuff that he did in Japan. I never ever wanted him to pissed off, but he's not the kind of guy to get right into your face. So I guess that says a lot about something about him, but there are certain people you can talk a big game to and it ends up being the truth. So you start questioning the validity and the integrity of some of these people. And when they're in charge of talent, well, that's not always a good thing. For more information about what they had to say about some of the allegations that have come out Regarding John Laurinaitis, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information will be coming forward. Marco Rivera is writing in at this hour. Tommaso Ciampa addresses dropping the Tommaso from his ring name and how he feels about that. Now, back in April, the former WWE chairman Vince McMahon issued an edict to have newly signed talents' names either cut or completely changed, limiting their real-life names or names they've used on the independents before coming to WWE. Some examples were Austin Theory, now dropping it and just being known as Theory. Now, Riddle is now no longer Matt Riddle. He's just Riddle. And Gunther, he used to be named as known as Walter. Now, things have changed completely. Tommaso Ciampa recently sat down and talked about how the changes affected him. The former two-time NXT champion worked with WWE since 2015 under both names, Tommaso Ciampa and just Ciampa, since 2007. Now, with McMahon exiting from WWE after announcing his retirement, Triple H has taken the head of creative. Triple H is the same person who ran NXT when Ciampa was the face of the brand. During an interview with WWE SummerSlam event, Wrestling Inc. managing editor Nick Hausman, he asked Ciampa whether or not he'd like to go back to being known as Tomasa Ciampa. And this is what he had to say. And I quote, I'm good with being known as Champa. The former NXT champion said, Tommaso is my birth name. Champa is actually my godmother's name. So when I picked that up for wrestling, it had a lot of meaning behind it to me. The first time I was on NXT title, I got uber emotional and it was a package and it featured a lot of stuff about me. The fact is you live and you move on. You don't get too emotional about it. But my grandmother during this time had gone through some hard times health-wise, and I really wanted to keep the name alive. But you know what? I'm okay with just being known as Champa. If you'd like to know more information on what Champa has to say about a lot of changes that are forthcoming in WWE, continue following Wrestling Inc. as more information will be coming forward. Dominic D'Angelo is writing in at this hour. AJ Mendez makes big announcement regarding WoW's TV return. Now, AJ Mendez is coming back in a big way with Women of Wrestling. Now, the former AJ Lee in WWE is the executive producer and color commentator for the promotion with Oranges to Glow and is also the figurehead and a big part of the company's future and return to television with a big announcement. Mendez notes that the promotion will return to television on September the 17th under the Paramount CBS banner. More information has just been released in a press release and you can read all of that on Wrestling Inc. Now the return of WoW has big plans in place for the promotion and they're reportedly in talks with Lita, but the WWE Hall of Famer has no interest in working with Dave McLean. Tessa Blanchard is also signed on working with WoW, but the former Impact World Champion reportedly had a falling out with McLean and the promotion after she went too far in a promo against a star named Samantha Sage. 
With more information on all of this, continue following Dominic D'Angelo and Wrestling Inc. as more information will be moving forward. With that being said, those are all the major headlines trending in the world of professional wrestling today from eWrestling News and Wrestling Inc. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to give you all the late-breaking news in the world of professional wrestling, whether that's AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and so many more. We are a daily podcast that's absolutely free. You don't have to spend time searching from the internet or on your phone to get the news. Just download this daily podcast and you will be up to date with everything you need. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland and I will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of 